your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day, every day. And as always, you can find Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And today's episode, we'll be diving into the Carolina Hurricanes opening night roster that was revealed yesterday evening as well as Rod Brennamore's comments on Seth Jarvis, and as well as a quick look around the league. So diving on into the opening night roster, folks, um, did have some surprises here um, and some good ones at that. Uh, we'll dive into the forwards first. Uh, starting off, you have Sebastian Ajo, Jesper Faust, my man Seth Jarvis. We'll talk about him more later. Jesperi Kotniemi, Stephen Lorenz, Jordan Martinuk, Martin Natchez, Nino Niederreiter, Jordan Stahl, Derek Stepan, Andrei Svechikov, Tavo Teravainen, and Vincent Trocek, who we'll also talk about here in a little bit as well. Defense, we have Ethan Bear, Ian Cole, Tony D'Angelo, Brett Pesci, Brady Shea, Jacob Slavin, and Brendan Smith. Goalies, of course, Frederick Anderson and Antti Ranta. Um, so yeah, definitely looking here at the roster, um, heading into yesterday, uh, you know, Jack Dury, he was still on that, uh, he was still on the roster, which I think that's good for him. Um, he, him making it as long as he did on that Hurricanes roster. I don't think, you know, it's anything to scoff at of him getting sent down to Chicago because, uh, it really looks like the only reason he got sent down, honestly, was just because of Vincent Trocek coming off of IR. Um, you know, that, that really looks to be about it for him. Um, and they're just not going to play the line gymnastics and stuff like that, you know, to have him up there. Um, which I think, you know, it's fine. Um, I think, you know, you know, he's definitely one that, you know, should there be an injury occur uh, at some point this year that, he very likely could get a crack uh, at the NHL. And, you know, I think I was very pleased with uh, Dury's uh, look in training camp in the preseason and especially playing along Seth Jarvis, who, again, we'll talk about more here in a minute. You know, I was really pleased with how good those guys looked because it's not going – it's not easy to crack a lineup – as deep as the Hurricanes is. And for, obviously Jarvis did crack the lineup, um, but Dury, for him to go as long as he did and to stay on the NHL roster rather than getting sent down to Chicago at some point earlier on, I think that's really testament to him um, and the talent that he has moving forward i think you know he very well could stand a shot here another season or two to really crack the hurricanes roster because inevitably there's going to be turnover on this roster because you know you had guys signed to like one-year deals um Derek Stepan you know was signed to a one-year deal 
So, you know, there's no guarantee that he'd be back next year. Obviously, you know, we want things to go well roster-wise. But then you also look at, you know, other guys like Jesperi Colton Yemi. You know, he's just a one-year offer sheet. We don't know what will happen next year. So, inevitably, there's going to be roster spots potentially open next year for Dury and Jarvis as well. Um, And I think that's the one that everyone is most excited about is seeing him on the lineup because there was so much talk like, will they, won't they, you know, give him a crack at the NHL this year. And obviously if you'd listened to previous episodes with Sarah Avampato from Locked on NHL, Kane's Country, as well as managing editor Andrew from Kane's Country, we all kind of figured that they would likely depending on you know how things went obviously you know we don't make those decisions we figured they would likely give him uh the nine game trial period just to see how things go because he had looked really freaking good um and he kind of just laid it all out there he's like yeah i'm too good for juniors let me play in the nhl and he gave it all that he gave it all that he had and with him doing that, it made him almost you put really put management's backs against the wall, uh, in the way of like, oh crap, do we send this kid, you know, down to juniors? Do we let him get a crack at the NHL? And they're giving him a crack at the NHL, and I think it's very well deserved. And if he's going to, if it's just going to be the nine game uh, trial period, I think he has to play on the top nine um he he has to if he's going to get a legitimate shot to really crack the roster um after these first nine games which we'll see if that happens or not obviously that'll be something we talk about more as time goes on but right now you know we just have to enjoy the fact that he made the roster a 19 year old kid cracked uh, this deep nhl roster and I think that is awesome. And I can't wait to see him play in the NHL. Um, because as in yesterday's episode with Sarah, uh, she mentioned, you know, it, preseason is different than regular season. And, you know, guys aren't going to try as hard in the preseason, especially like the superstars and whatnot. Because they, they know, like, all right, I'm making the roster, you know. Uh, so they're not going to put forth 100%. Yeah, some of the prospects and AHL guys and stuff like that, they will, obviously. But again, those superstars aren't. And now Jarvis will be going up against NHL caliber players. Heck, opening night is against Islanders, and they're one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. So yeah, it's going to be a different ball game now. So we'll see how things go, but he looked great in preseason and training camp, and he earned his spot on this roster, and Rod Brendamore felt the same way when he spoke with Sarah Sivian from The Athletic, and we'll dive into his comments about Seth Jarvis making this NHL opening night roster right after this quick break, folks. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but if you're new here, let me tell you all about them. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 
and they have nine delicious original flavors, including coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, which is my personal favorite, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. They also have limited time flavors that come in and out of their lineup all the time, so make sure you keep an eye on their website for all of that stuff. And if you've only tried one or two of those flavors or you want to try them all, you can get a mixed box where we get two of each of the nine original flavors for you to try. And regardless of the flavor, whether it's an original or a limited time flavor, they are all covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are also great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. And right now, you can go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, folks, we are back. And in their first segment, we discussed the Carolina Hurricanes opening night roster. And a big part of that was Seth Jarvis cracking that roster. And Rod Brenmore did comment on Seth Jarvis making that roster. But before we get into that, I do want to remind you that Carolina Hurricanes team reporter Walt Ruff will be coming on the show and on November 2nd. So make sure you get all questions submitted for him by Halloween, October 31st. And here on Locked on Hurricanes, we're going all out for the Hurricanes debut game against the Seattle Kraken. Because on November 24th, Seattle's own hard rock band Dragged Under will be coming on the show. So submit all questions for the band by November 19th. So into Rod Burnmore's comments on Seth Jarvis. You know, he really said a lot of the same things that a lot of us have really been talking about when it comes to him cracking the roster. Because I think we we all feel the same way. You know, he Burnmore said, you know, quote, he deserved it. It's pretty much that simple. Regardless of what happens next, it's no small feat to crack a roster this deep, especially as a 19-year-old prospect whom the Canes maybe didn't expect as one of the contenders for a spot on the NHL roster right out of camp. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, he said the same thing that all of us said. He deserved it, and yeah, for the Hurricanes, you know, to really. For Seth Jarvis to really just come out and put uh, the management's back against the wall like that, you know, that's, I think it's really a testament to just how good that kid is. It, it really is. And he's way too good for juniors. But at the end of the day, like I mentioned, I really think, I mean, we'll see how things go, obviously, you know, in these first nine games because he very well could be like, just go out there and play even better than he did in training camp and the preseason and like oh crap you know now he's really gonna make the NHL roster but at the end of the day I think it will probably just be for the nine games I I I do that's what I think um obviously I was kind of unsure you know heading into training camp if he would even crack the roster but you know he did, and I think that's great for him. And we'll see how things go with Jarvis, of course, because I think he's proved us all wrong already uh, with making the NHL roster 
who's to say he can't you know just make the team burn a year off that entry level contract because he just plays that good I mean he very well could and we'll just have to wait and see I think he definitely has the support of the fans for sure uh because I think you know pretty much all the fans if you look on social media they're all wanting him to be as successful as possible they're seeing how talented this kid is and he's finally getting a shot and he's making the most of it and that's what you want to see plain and freaking simple um you want to see these kids take advantage uh of their opportunities and there's no reason to say that he couldn't um because you've seen you know teenagers Playing the NHL before. Heck, you had one you have one on your roster who did with Andre Svechnikov. So it very well could happen. But like I said, we'll just have to wait and see when it comes to you know what happens with Seth Jarvis. But you know, looking around uh the rest of the roster, you know, really when it comes to the forwards, Jarvis was really the only, you know, big, you know, like, oh crap, you know. Um because, you know, heading in, you know, we all kind of had an idea of how the Hurricanes roster would end up looking, you know, this this season. Um, and I think, you know, for us to have a roster that deep to where we pretty much knew what we we're going to be getting come opening night. I think that's a good thing because it really just shows how much the Hurricanes, you know, really put in the work this off season to make sure you had a full NHL team, not three NHL uh, forward lines and one AHL line, or you know, two uh, NHL defensive pairs and then one AHL defensive pair. Yeah, I think that's really good for the Hurricanes for them to be able to compete long term for a Stanley Cup this year rather than essentially being built for the regular season but then you know come playoff times you don't necessarily have the full depth that other teams do I I think that's good for the Hurricanes you know of really trying to really build on this cup window that they have of course, you know, as you guys know, you know, my main concern, you know, had been on the goaltending with, all right, will Anderson and Ronta bounce back? Will they stay healthy? Because that is really, really big uh, for the team this year to be able to succeed. Because if the goaltending just doesn't work out in the Metro, that's not good. <laughs> Uh, and that's putting it very politely because we're obviously, you know, back in the Metropolitan Division this year. Everything's back to normal. And if our goaltending isn't up to snuff, that it's not going to be good. You guys know my thoughts, you know, on that. We've discussed that at length over previous episodes. I think goaltending is make or break for the Hurricanes this year. And obviously I want the best. I want Anderson and Ranta to really be able to bounce back and be a great tandem for the Hurricanes, but we'll just have to wait and see. And then I think, uh, you know, I think they will. But you know, again, like I've mentioned, top guys are going to have to step it up offensively this year because they're being given the keys. 
they got to do it. And I think they will. Um, I really do. I think uh, D'Angelo, you know, we'll see how that goes and whether or not that move works out. Obviously, you know, really haven't seen a whole lot out of him come training camp and preseason. But we'll see how things go in the regular season uh, when it comes to his production on the ice. Because as I mentioned, guys, if they know they're going to be making that NHL roster, they tend to really not put forth 100% in the preseason. So we'll see how things go with him. If you know, Hopefully he can get his, get his act together and keep it together and not fall into old habits, I guess you would say, uh, to put it politely. Uh, but we'll see how things go with him. As you know, I'm excited to see how Ethan Bear does this year as well as Ian Cole. Uh, I've heard good things about Ian Cole from Seth over at Locked on Wild. So I'm really excited to see what he does here. Obviously, we've seen uh, those videos from uh, training camp and practice of just how he's leading the team on the ice. And I think having veteran leadership like that for the Hurricanes, it's just going to make them better because, like I've said, we have a lot of new pieces on this team, and we're going to need guys to really be able to speak up and get things together for the team. Obviously, Stahl, Slavin, Martinuk, Ajo, we all know those guys will. And, you know, obviously some of the other guys that have been around for a minute on the team as well. But it's nice to know that we have new guys coming in that will do the same. And I think that's really good for the Hurricanes. But last night, the NHL opened up its season on ESPN, no less. So we'll take a quick recap at those scores from last night as well as something pretty funny that happened with the Hurricanes the other day, right after this quick break. Bet Online is back and better than ever as all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all of the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, folks, we are back. And in the previous segments, yeah, we broke down yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes opening night roster as well as Rod Burnamore's comments on Seth Jarvis making the team. So more of my thoughts on Jarvis making the team as well as just roster in as a whole this uh, heading into this season. But you know, stepping away from the opening night roster for a minute, you know, Last night, Harry Styles was in Raleigh at PNC Arena playing a show. And the thing is, the day before, on uh, Monday, what happened? Sebastian Ajo and Martin Natchez 
went and played golf with Harry Styles. And I think that's really funny. Um, it's obviously you know blown up on Twitter, of course, uh, between hockey Twitter, Carolina Hurricanes Twitter, and Harry Styles Twitter. Uh, but I, I was really questioning how that came about, um, as well as a lot of other people. But yeah, it came to light that um, there was, you know, obviously Harry was in town for a day early for the show and through connections between Harry's representatives and the Hurricanes uh, owner, Tom Dundon. He passed along to none other than Justin Williams. And he texted Sebastian Ajo uh, and Martin Natchez, asked if they wanted to go play uh, golf with him. And they were like, heck yeah. And it was really funny because last night, Martin Natchez was at the show. Uh, and he said that he was going to the show regardless of if they were going to play golf with him or not. But, yeah, I, I think that's really funny. Um, all right, it's just, you know, a fun little story, you know, heading into the season. Uh, it, it's just something, you yeah, with as hectic and... Uh, and as I guess toxic as sports media can sometimes get always focusing on the negative of players and teams just to have something fun like this yeah that's really fun but as I mentioned earlier the NHL uh opening night was last night and you know we got to look at the scores of what happened because this wasn't on NBC as it had been in years past. This was on ESPN, and I think that's obviously great um, because from what I heard, uh, you know, while I was at work, I wasn't able to watch the broadcast myself. I heard really good things about the broadcast and that ESPN is already doing more to help grow the game than NBC did in their years of covering it. And ESPN, you know, the games were available for for more people because we know how difficult it could sometimes be to watch games, you know, when it came to NBC um, and ESPN is a lot more widely available and their streaming uh, is more widely available as well. So, you know, I, I think that's really good for the NHL, you know, moving forward, you know, this season and then as a whole, but, you know, looking at the games last night, um, the Pittsburgh Penguins, with zero superstars in their lineup, defeated the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning 6-2, to which is absolutely wild. Um, I, I'm obviously expecting Lightning. They'll bounce back from that, of course. You know, I remember, what year was it? Was it last season or the season before? Like, What is time at this point? Um, it, it was the bubble year. It was the bubble year. That's what it was. Um yeah, it was the season, it was the nineteen twenty season when it was up in the bubble. Like, Tampa just started off not so hot, and they ended up obviously bouncing back, making the playoffs, and then going into the bubble, winning uh, the first of two back-to-back -back Stanley Cups. So, obviously, I'm sure Tampa will bounce back from that, but it's cool to see Pittsburgh just come out with the upset with zero superstars in the lineup. And then Vegas ended up sporting the Kraken's opening uh game in general um they they ended up winning 4 to 3 and i think that game was one that a lot of folks were looking forward to um because yeah obviously that was Seattle's 
inaugural game. And one thing that really disappo- didn't disappoint there was with uh, the Vegas's pregame presentation on the ice with how like the ice broke. There was like a crack in. Of course, you know, the Golden Knight you know, was there fighting it. You know, that was really cool. Um, but I'm really excited to look forward and see how ESPN continues to handle these broadcasts. I'm really excited to watch one for myself because, like I said, I wasn't able to watch one last night um, because, again, yeah, I was at work. And I'm also excited to see how TNT handles uh, NHL broadcasts as well. Uh, I believe the first one of those is tonight uh, at 730 uh, between the Rangers and the Capitals. Um, Then you also have the Blackhawks and Avalanche tonight on TNT. So I'm really excited to see how those NHL broadcasts go as well. Um, And then, of course, you have Canadians and Leafs on ESPN Plus, along with the Canucks and Oilers and Jets and Ducks. Um, So, yeah, I really I'm really excited, you know, for moving forward um, for how ESPN is going to help grow this game um, because of just how more accessible they are as compared to how NBC was. Uh, and I think that's really going to be good for the sport. Um, obviously, years, you know, ESPN kind of shunned the NHL uh, when they didn't have rights to the games and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, now I think we're going to be in a good spot. I, I really do. And I'm excited to be able to watch the ESPN broadcast uh, tonight afterward, as well as catch some of that TNT broadcast with the Avalanche and the Blackhawks as well. And, let me know how you guys are enjoying these new broadcasts. Obviously, we've seen ESPN, but we're going to see TNT tonight. So let me know how you guys are feeling about these new broadcasts, you know, because for so long it was just NBC, but now we got something new. And from what I'm seeing online, people are enjoying it. But let me know what you guys think. Tweet at the show at LO underscore Hurricanes. Tweet at myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And make sure you get in your questions for Carolina Hurricanes team reporter Walt Ruff by Halloween and Seattle-based hard rock band Dragged Under by November 19th. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.